0: welcome to the community corner podcast personal finance edition i'm rashmi here's my co-host olivia
1: as we discussed in the prior episode personal finance is the idea of creating a system that manages your finances in a way that's efficient and aligns with what you want to get out of your money
0: However, for people who are new to this concept are probably not used to planning it out step by step. And this can be a huge jump from going with the flow to an articulated plan.
1: That's right, which is why one of the main things you need to do before you set your plans into motion is actually a mindset shift.
0: Now a mindset shift is a pretty abstract concept to grasp, so let's word this in a way that is easier to digest.
1: Having a mindset shift involves reframing the way we think about our lives and our goals. It's a tool for personal growth as it helps us to identify areas of our lives that need improvement and changes that will lead us to that success.
0: Personal finance is such a complete different approach to life, which is why we need a different mindset when approaching a topic like this.
1: One of the biggest changes you need to make is to start making decisions in a rational manner, to not act on your emotions. Definitely.
0: Sometimes when we have a lot of money in our hands, our first impulse is to go and spend everything and deal with the repercussions of it later. However, after you spend all of that money, you'll realize that you didn't set enough money aside to pay your utility bills, rent, and other basic living necessities.
1: And now you look back and regret what you did because you acted on your emotions by prioritizing the enjoyment of buying everything in a single moment over making sure that your necessities are met first. By thinking rationally, you would approach this case in a very different manner. You would first make sure your bills and other necessities are paid before you go out and spend money. This way, you're able to have the best of both worlds without the stress. And secondly, you also need to challenge yourself. And I don't mean like buying a million dollar house in two
0: days. It means that you would be setting goals that are slightly outside your comfort zone. We will get into how to create financial goals that are best for you in the near future.
1: Exactly. It's not practical at all to be setting goals like Rashmi just mentioned. I'd say a reasonable way to push yourself out of comfort zones without overdoing it, for example, is to increase your savings rate or invest in a new, potentially higher yield asset. It's about pushing yourself to achieve more with your money.
0: Yep. This also makes the reward feel that much more better, and you're also improving your quality of life.
1: This third shift adds on to the first one we mentioned. You cannot just make decisions abruptly. You need to be willing to spend time looking into what decision you want to make.
0: This means you have to educate yourself on the risks of making the decision and the benefits of it in order to come to a final decision.
1: This means if you're deciding to invest in a certain company, especially as someone starting new, you need to think about it. Let's say you want to invest in Amazon. You have to spend time reading into the financial market, how often the prices are falling and rising, seeking advice from professionals, and reading articles before you actually invest in it. Think about the reasons going into your decision.
0: And this will help you weigh the pros and cons and ultimately make the best decision for you.
1: This is considered a mindset shift because spending this much time on something you never had to consider initially is a big transition.
0: And it can be annoying and you might get lazy at times. However, it's crucial to be spending that extra time so you won't regret making that decision later.
1: This next one is more about what you need to do after you make a decision and it doesn't work out well. In the finance world, it's very common to make mistakes. However, the
0: most important part is how you get back up from it. It's to take responsibility of your mistakes and learning from it.
1: It's human nature to become really emotional and feel distressed when something doesn't go your way. It can feel like a failure and will want to ignore and move on fast.
0: But instead of doing that, the best way to go about situations like these is to acknowledge that you did something wrong and treat it as a lesson for next time.
1: By viewing the error as a stepping stone, you won't make that decision again.
0: And having that mindset that failures only make you smarter in your decision-making abilities will change the, how the way you view personal finance.
1: Moving on to the next one. This one is probably the hardest trick for me personally. It's to understand that any improvement is better than no improvement.
0: Honestly, I completely agree with that. Because as someone who tries to make everything perfect to a T, I often want a 100% improvement in everything that I do.
1: Definitely. Especially in the finance world, you won't earn $10,000 profit on the first day of putting your money into a stock. You have to understand that everything grows gradually in increments, and it takes time. Yep. Even
0: small financial improvements, like increasing your savings by a small percentage or paying off a little bit more debt, can have a positive impact over time. It's about taking steps, no matter how
1: small, toward financial betterment. And those steps help you build habits. And last but not least, and this is my personal favorite shift, being broke is hard, becoming rich is hard. You have to choose your hard.
0: Yep. I honestly think this is like a reality check shift for me because it really sets your brain into perspective about where you want your priorities to lie.
1: Yeah, this concept emphasizes the idea that managing your finances, responsibility, and working towards financial security can be challenging, but it's a choice worth making. Yep. And it's also like...
0: Understanding that both financial hardship and prosperity come with their own difficulties, but you have to choose and you have the power to choose to decide what path you want to
1: follow. Me personally, I'd choose the rich path. (laughs) Oh yeah, me too. Well, I actually have a question for you. What's up? So we've talked about all these different mindset shifts and I know that you recently started investing as well. So what was this process like for you? That's a great question, actually. I'd honestly say that it
0: was pretty similar to the mind shift shifts that we talked about throughout this episode. Can you elaborate? Yeah. So I used to be one of those people who wanted their money to grow exponentially without putting in time and effort required, which is pretty absurd now that I think about it. But then I realized I needed a change in perspective.
1: That's a common sentiment. So what were the first steps you took to change that? Well, I had to break it down into a
0: few key points. First, I needed to embrace rational thinking. I understood that money doesn't grow fast and I needed to be patient. I decided to use that time instead of just waiting as an opportunity to do some more research. How did you do that? So I needed to figure out first what type of investment account I wanted to use and what I needed, right? So I went to talk to my econ teacher, who knew a lot about this topic, and he suggested that I open a youth account through Fidelity. So this account is basically where I do all the trading, but my parents monitor it in the background. In terms of figuring out what I wanted to invest in, well, it definitely required a time commitment and I was ready to put in the work. I researched the current state of the economy and even asked my parents who also actively trade. That's a wise move.
1: You definitely found the right professionals to help you prosper. And is there anything else that played a significant role in your investment journey?
0: Oh, yeah. Acknowledging that even if my money grew slowly, it was still an improvement. It kind of ties back to a little improvement is still improvement mindset that we just talked about. It's important not to get discouraged by small gains and to keep your eyes on the long-term
1: goals. That's a great way to view it. Next episode, we'll start looking closer at people's success in personal finance and what we can take away from that. For now, that's it from Rashmi and Olivia. Cashin' out! <laughs>